This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Attention BetMGM customers. Have a friend who loves sports as much as you do? Here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus when they sign up through BetMGM's Refer-A-Friend program. Just sign into your BetMGM account and click on the Refer-A-Friend program to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, they'll receive a $50 bonus. And once your friend places a bet with their bonus and the wager is settled, you'll receive a $50 bonus as well. Share the excitement and get a $50 bonus every time you refer a friend to BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Ohio only. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in 30 days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Winning comes in all shapes and sizes. Every day there's an opportunity for a win, just like scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Every day grab-and-go, every day giftable, every day fun. It's where anticipation meets instant gratification, and they're satisfying to scratch no matter the outcome. Like the new Virginia Lottery Scratcher Colossal Cash. It's loaded with $100 to $500 prizes. Now, that's an everyday win. Drive to the nearest Virginia Lottery retail location and pick up a scratcher today. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in 3.21. Introducing the Lowe's List for Innovation. While our aisles are filled with innovative products, we've selected our favorites just for you. Like the exclusive Whirlpool washer with industry-first 2-in-1 removable agitator. We love this washer because you can customize any load. And with other smart features to streamline your laundry routine, this product is a must-have for families. 
Shop the full Lowe's list of top picks at Lowe's.com. Lowe's, home to any budget, home to any possibility. U.S. only. Hey guys, it is your last film study of the week. And how have you enjoyed this? Five episodes in five days to get you through your bye week. We started the week with Dominique Foxworth. Then we had Brian McFarlane join us to break down the defense. And then the next day he came back to break down the offense. And how about that Know Your Foe episode to get you ready for the Patriots game? That's one of the best Know Your Foes, I think, this season. And it makes sense because this is the biggest game of the season. One that on both sides of the ball, everyone is just excited for Sunday night. So here's what we're going to do on this one. It's a short, so it's not that long. And uh, Ken is sitting down with this guy, Zach, who is, they're going to talk about baseball, basically football analytics and causality and how they make decisions. And is it better to run out of the 11 man or the 22 personnel on it? So enjoy this little short and get ready for football on Sunday. Make sure that Throughout the week, throughout the weekend, you're telling people about the show, you're doing reviews in iTunes, uh, sharing the show in Spotify, however you can help the show, all that type of stuff helps as we are a little uh, little show out on our own trying to get some traction. And as you can see, if you go on over to filmstudybaltimore.com, brand new website as we work on this growth aspect of the show. So make sure you're checking that out, reading the articles, sharing those articles on social media, and helping spread the word of filmstudybaltimore.com. Going to take a break and be right back with Ken and Zach. Hello, another episode of Film Study today. This is uh, Ken McCusick. I'm here with Zach Penny, who's an NFL epidemiologist, and he's going to tell us a little bit about that. Zach, how are you doing? I'm great, Ken. Thanks for having me this morning. Life's good here, too. So, uh, Zach, you've got a very interesting background. You just filled me in. Take a take about 30 seconds, 40 seconds. Tell people what you do and, and who you are. Sure. So I'm an epidemiologist. Most people think of us as uh, the folks who go hunt viruses uh, in Africa or when there's uh, an outbreak somewhere. Uh, that's not what I do so much. I work on sports injuries and sports performance and athlete health and that kind of stuff. And we figure out uh, we use data and quantitative methods and numbers to figure out uh, how we can keep athletes healthier and performing uh, at their maximum levels. And, and we use uh, a lot of statistics and numbers to do that. So that's what I do. I've consulted in the NFL and Major League Baseball, and uh, I write quite a bit for various sites, and, and that's my background. So I found you on Twitter, and, and that's someone we'll get to your, your, your Twitter handle and stuff at the end. But the really cool study that I saw you refer to was differences between running uh, with 11 and 22 personnel and six and eight men in the box. And we talk a lot about on film study about uh, the prevalence now of offensive coordinators in the NFL who like to run against 11 personnel. And they induce, of course, lighter formations and more spread formations by putting just one running back in the backfield. So tell us about your study. Right, exactly. So uh, this is not going to come as a surprise to any of your listeners, but in football, two of the big determinants of rushing success are offensive personnel. So more big guys and blockers tends to help you a little bit with running and the number of men in the box that you're facing, right? The number of defenders who are close to the line of scrimmage and the fewer of those, the better, because then you've got less competition to run against. 
Which of these is more important is actually a, a really hot topic of debate uh, in the analytics community, especially on, uh, as you alluded to earlier, uh, Twitter. Uh, the data uh, from uh, various articles have been published on this now and have shown pretty conclusively that the men in the box is a stronger predictor of rushing yards than offensive personnel when you consider both together. So if you sort of take out that piece of what are the off, uh, what is the offensive personnel, it's more important just to know, are you facing five, six, seven, eight, or nine uh, men in the box? The more, uh, the worse off uh, your rushing is going to be. So you might take that, and some people have taken that and said, oh, offensive personnel doesn't really matter. It's all about the men in the box. Uh, and that's what some analysts are doing, but that's not quite right, because what this neglects to consider is that your choice of offensive personnel, as all your listeners know, uh, at least intuitively, often affects how many men in the box you face. Yeah, so that's a great point. We talk about this sometimes on the show, of course, on in the NFL, the way the rules are stated, the offense substitutes first. If they substitute at all, then the defense has an opportunity to substitute. And that's why you see signal calling going in. Some, some NFL teams hold up a card with a you know, a screwdriver or an anchor or whatever to, to show the defense they want to move to, uh, or even just what the offensive personnel is so the defense knows who's supposed to go on the field. But uh, it's a very good point is that is that you you often when you set up in 22 personnel, you're going for a point of attack run. And I, I don't want to jump ahead in your study at all, but, I, but I'm, I'm loving the, the material. Go ahead, Zach. Continue. I'll, uh, I'll stop there. No, exactly. So as you pointed out, and, you know, this is an oversimplification of all the back and forth, but just generally speaking, the offense decides on its personnel and formation and then the defense reacts. And there can certainly be some back and forth after that. The offense can audible, the defense can react to that and so on and so forth. But the offense has to choose its personnel before the defense chooses how many men to put in the box. So we can pretty conclusively say that men in the box is a result of the offense's choices. And this is critical to understand when you're analyzing this issue. Because uh, let's take a step back here and talk about the question that really motivated uh, my analysis. So this leads to a theory where since men in the box is the most important thing, maybe you can trick the defense into putting fewer men in the box. So there's this idea that maybe you should run out of 11 personnel in order to do that. So now I'm imagining a coach coming to me as the numbers guy and going, hey, should we be running out of 11 personnel more? And you want to test that. And that is what's called a causal question, by which I mean the coach wants to know if I change from, say, 12 or 13 to 11 personnel and run with that one less blocker, am I actually going to manage to get more yards because I'm going to trick the defense? Now, assessing this question is actually a little trickier than it seems at first. Most people and most analysts would initially think, well, I want to compare similar situations of 11 and 12 personnel versus different numbers of men in the box, right? So let's look at the success of 11 versus 12 or 13 or even 22 versus 6 MIB or 8 MIB. But, and one way that you can do that is just run a statistical model with both offensive personnel and men in the box. But that's actually wrong. It counterintuitively gets you to the wrong answer. And why that is, is it all goes back to the offense, the offense's choice of personnel affecting the defensive men in the box. Mm-hmm. So, so let's those say, aren't independent variables. They, they depend on each other. In, in, exactly. Inputs really more than variables, but uh, yes. 
Exactly. So if you compare 11 and 22 personnel against, say, six men in the box, so you're doing an apples to apples comparison, what's probably going to look like it gets you more yards? I mean, all your readers would guess 22, right? Because you've got the extra big guys and you'd be right, right? No shock there. But the thing is, you don't want to compare 11 versus 22 when there are six men in the box, right? You've got to compare 11 and 22 without controlling for the number of men in the box. And when you do that, the relationship is completely switched. Now 11 personnel actually looks better than 22 because switching to 11 personnel causes the runners to face fewer men in the box on average. And by the way, this has controlled for game situation. So we're only looking at the first through third quarters outside of the last two minutes of the first half. We're looking at uh, uh, first through third downs, three or more yards. So this is not situational specific. Mm -hmm. This is a complete switcheroo depending on how you think about looking uh, at the question. So it's really, really important to understand that you shouldn't uh, sort of condition on the number of men in the box when you want to compare 11 and 22 personnel. Okay. All right. Fantastic. Uh, if the, the graphical representation of this in the article is fantastic. And I want to, we want to make sure we point people to that. But what else did you want to tell us about the study? Any other specifics that you would tell us about it? Yeah, a few other points I'd love to make. So uh, it turns out uh, when you run both of these models, when you run a model just looking at offensive personnel and at offensive personnel and men in the box, uh, you're sort of you're doing what's called a mediation analysis. And so it turns out that indeed, just as other analysts have told us, most of the difference in rushing success across different offensive personnel is mediated by or is due to its effects on the defensive men in the box. There's only this relatively small, what we'd call a direct effect of offensive personnel um, having 11 or 12 or 22. So getting more blockers isn't nearly as helpful as tricking the defense into backing off. And that is uh, exactly what, what other analysts have shown. We've just come at it uh, from a little bit of uh, a different angle. And solving your coach's question. So your coach says, should I run out of 11 personnel more? Solving this problem is an example of something called causal inference. And it's something that epidemiologists and economists and a couple of other fields specifically really love to study. You want to know what happens if something will change, right? Basically, every question that a coach comes to an analyst with is going to be causal in nature. And that adds, it's deceptively harder than just trying to predict rushing yards under different offensive and defensive combinations, because you have to sit down and you have to think, and you actually have to draw out kind of like in a play diagram, what's causing what. And I give some examples of that uh, in my article and how it can help you think about and address the problem correctly. Okay. Now, fantastic. Now I, we're Ravens fans here primarily on, on film study. And so what? The, the shocker. Yes. The question comes up is uh, it, the Ravens are one of the last teams to use a fullback a lot. And uh, one of the questions would, would be, you know, running out of 22 personnel or, or, or 12 personnel, I'm sorry, 21 personnel, um, are they gaining an extra point of attack runner? And is any of what you're doing perhaps a little bit team specific, given what the Ravens have with Lamar Jackson, their ability to do things differently? Sure, it could certainly be uh, team specific. Um, what you'd what you'd really want to look at with the Ravens, and especially with the extra threat 
uh, of Lamar Jackson is you'd want to look at the team specific effect of different offensive packages on uh, men in the box and kind of figure out how other teams are reacting specifically uh, to yours. You know, every team thinks they're they're special, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Nobody thinks a one size fits all approach uh, means anything for them. But I, I think the Ravens are are definitely particularly unique. So you'd really want to look specifically at how teams are reacting to them. And and the lesson here is to do whatever you need to do to make the defense back off and and have more uh, success in your running game, but just not to neglect the fact that offensive personnel plays a role in that. So we can't say that uh, your choice of offensive personnel is unimportant just because there are only small differences across uh, those different uh, those different groups when you uh, adjust for men in the box. Okay. It's an outstanding study. I could think of a second tier question for this would be Something we've seen occasionally with defensive coordinators is that they're scared to death to have their diamond quarter defenses on the field for fear the offense converts and then plays no huddle out of that. And then they give up running plays. I don't know why they'd be afraid to, you know, give up a third and six conversion, which has enormous win probability associated with it, and then give up a seven yard run as opposed to a five yard run on the ensuing first down. But they are. They're, they're scared to death of that. So one, one question that comes up is, um, is there any other method that could be used or is there a, a, a way you can manipulate that defensive coordinator's fear into a better result on third down plays where the where the dime or quarter defense is on the field? So another another day, but I'd love to love to hear your thoughts on that if you've got anything just topically on that now. Yeah, I don't have any immediate thoughts on that, but uh it's definitely something that you can probably leverage. I mean, defensive coordinators are generally, uh, I would guess, at least the analytics say they should be more scared uh, of the pass than the run. Um, and there are applications for this method to uh, passing as well. Uh, it's all about thinking about what causes what uh, on a football field and making sure that you're you're modeling that uh, correctly uh, with uh, statistical models and regressions and, and so on and so forth and making sure that you don't discount things um, inappropriately. Uh, everything matters. It's all a very delicate uh, dance and interplay. And, and that's what's always fascinated me about football. And uh, and yeah, that's what I would say. All right. I, outstanding, outstanding and very well simplified study there. I, I would encourage everybody to go out that and out there and read it. And Zach, this is one of these studies that I really want to point to as being something that teaches you how to do a study right in terms of of looking at this. And I would also encourage you to get in touch with Zach online with your questions about how to do a study right, you know, potentially in terms of, of, uh, of looking at things. Thank you so much for coming on today. Love to keep in touch with you, Zach, and make sure that we have uh, an opportunity with, with future presentations of this type. Tell, tell us a little bit about how folks can find A, your article, and B, your material on Twitter. Great. Yeah, thanks. Uh, so, Football Outsiders is uh, the website that the article is on. The title is Offensive Personnel versus Men in the Box, a football causality tutorial. So if you Google some combination of that, I'm sure it'll pop right up. Uh, I'm on Twitter at ZBinny, that's Z, B as in Bravo, I, double N, E, Y, underscore, N, F, L, I, N, J, for injuries. Uh, Always feel free to reach out to me with questions questions about how you would do a certain analysis. I'm an educator by uh, trade and interest, so I'm always happy to work with folks and answer uh, methodological questions. And uh, yeah, thanks for saying that about the article. I really wrote this not so much to be a comprehensive treatment of this 
the issue of uh, running the ball and how you can do that better uh, as much as I wrote it to be kind of a methodological primer on how you can approach these kinds of questions and how they can be deceptively tricky uh, and it's easy to get them wrong. So I kind of called this article a, a crash course in this field of causal inference. So if you want a brief introduction and you love football, I, I really think that you'll like this article. And I, I tried to make it accessible for those with even just only a little bit of math background. So give it a shot. Okay. Well, thanks, Zach. Thanks so much for coming on. I think mission accomplished for certain in terms of your objective with the article. And we hope to have you on as a guest another time. Well, thank you, Ken. I really appreciate that. internet for everything you need speed that can handle anything xfinity delivers wi-fi speed faster than a gig go online call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today restrictions apply gig wi-fi requires gig speed and compatible x by gateway actual speeds vary not guaranteed winning comes in all shapes and sizes every day there's an opportunity for a win just like scratchers from the virginia lottery every day grab and go every day giftable every day fun it's where anticipation meets instant gratification and they're satisfying to scratch, no matter the outcome. Like the new Virginia Lottery Scratcher Colossal Cash. It's loaded with $100 to $500 prizes. Now, that's an everyday win. Drive to the nearest Virginia Lottery retail location and pick up a Scratcher today. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in 3.21. This country was built on a distinctly American work ethic. But today, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and diminished our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make a variety of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more. All made right here in the USA, from growing the cotton and adding the final touches. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs for seamsters, cutters, and factory workers in towns and cities across the United States. And it's about more than an income. Jobs bring pride purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com amazing to start your springtime adventure. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.